today on win we've made it to 50 episodes and are gonna get like jack frost and go hee-ho bish it's win time Hello, everybody, and welcome to another wonderful hip hopping, ass kicking, <laughs> room spinning <laughs> weekend news podcast here at VGU.TV. I think we've already lost Raul. I just I forgot there was a thing I was supposed to be listening for. So just, that just hit me out of nowhere. That was the point. <laughs> there you go. We hit record and then we just went zero to 100. That's how we do this thing. Hello and again, welcome. Episode fifty, guys. We did it. That's yeah, we... the celebration I look for. <laughs> the sad part: none of none of the out of the three of us, none of us have been on all fifty episodes. No, that's wait. You have you not? I I've missed a couple episodes. And then who who made them up? Um, uh, you, me, Gary. Yeah. Did, like, the three of us do episodes without Alan? I think we well, did, like, two episodes without Alan. Yeah, it was, like, like two without me because I was I was going through that sinus infection that I thought was a cold. Oh, yeah. And then the one uh, you missed, uh, yeah. Josh filled in. Yes, I did miss him. It's, hey, hey, that's life. But, but, hey. I'm more excited for people to listen to this on the new podcast feed with the new, with the new uh, album art. Oh, yeah. yeah, I um on our on our little uh thing podcast that we were just talking about, I had mentioned that, but this will go up first, so that will be exciting. Um but yeah, hello, welcome. Welcome for a third time. Uh you've been hearing all of our voices, but I am your host for the evening, Graydon Webb. Joined as always by Alan Muir. How are you, sir? I'm doing wonderfully. Awesome. Very nice. And on my right, I have Raul Contreras. Hello. Hello. You've recovered from your laughing fit and we're ready to get, we're going to get, we're going to get serious today, boys. We're going to get we're, really, we're going to get real. It's We're going to get real. We have a lot of, a lot of serious things to talk about. Uh, we got, we got new, some, we got some new legislation we got to talk over. <laughs> we got some new rules. Um, and, we got to, we got 15 minutes planned for that filibuster. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're starting we're starting a filibuster at 11 p.m. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um <laughs> Oh no. So the, the the plot of Persona 3 starts when Oh god, no. <laughs> if I had to pick anyone to filibuster, it would be Raul and fucking Persona talk. Oh, I can do I can do Naruto. I can tell you the whole ass story of Naruto. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I could talk. So there's about... this fucking fox, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll start with the upcoming releases as we always do, but I've already fucked <laughs> fucked up the document. Oh my, uh, you <laughs> terrible person, you nasty man. <laughs> <laughs> um so our upcoming releases <laughs> for the week of September 3rd 2021 uh we begin with a game called alveol or perhaps alveolet um which i looked up and it's a dollar 
It's a nice 20 minute puzzle game, quote, a minimalistic puzzle where the player must understand how to run and why does he do it? So wait, what? <laughs> that is, is this like a fucking metaphorical question. What? <laughs> that is the steam description. <laughs> so that's alveol. Then we, then we have that's uh coming to Xbox though. Then we also have Lake finally coming to PC and Xbox. Um if you haven't seen what Lake looks like, we have a video shameless plug on our YouTube channel. You can go and check that out. It's about a lady who is a male lady and it's a lot of fun. Cookie Clicker comes to PC. That aren't people excited about this game? Yeah, uh during last episode of Players Club and it was like uh he was he actually ironically asked me if I if he could review it. Is it like a idle game or a like I a think splash so. game? I okay. Spoilers for the next fucking game on this. Aren't <laughs> both Cookie Clicker and El Shaddai two games that have existed for years? I'm very confused right now. Yes. You're is, correct. Is this two thousand ten? Like what the fuck? Cookie Clicker looks like a like a flash game. Because I'm fairly certain that it was a Flash game. And what's El Shaddai? Oh, a PS3 game? Yeah, it's a... Like, it's a, like, Bible. Like, the story of the main... Like, the plot of that is Bible-based. What? Except the, except the racing. It is a DMCS uh, anime hack and slash about the Bible. That sounds rad as shit! <laughs> I love that this is what you get excited about. There was the my favorite on carts and whales and stuff. If the player is damaged, holy crap, this game sounds awesome. Okay, I know what I'll be doing this week. Uh, this playing... is like literally like the ultimate uh, fucking Old Testament. No, it's like the ultimate hidden gem, like. This game just fucking came out and nobody really knew about it except the few people that tried it and fucking proclaimed to the heavens like, yo, this game fucking rocks. And then yeah, the um, studio shut down. Yeah, Shane Benhausen worked on that game. Well, fun fact, it's uh, developed and published by UTV Ignition Games, which is a subsidiary of Disney. You're telling Disney... me that Disney put out a game about the Bible? You're telling me Disney coded this game? Disney coded. <laughs> You're telling me Disney wrote this Bible? <laughs> I well, can tell you one thing: a queer definitely did not code. <laughs> if you're interested in El Shaddai: Ascension of the Megatron, Megatron, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! It will be coming to PC this week. El Shaddai: Ascension of the Megatron. It's just the fucking secret Undertale sequel. Oh man, I would buy the shit out of that. <laughs> then if you like that game you may be interested in opus echo of starscream coming to pc <laughs> and mac this week i love that i love how committed you were to that you were just completely serious do i have the right list <laughs> then, i don't even know what that is echo of star strong uh galaxy squad comes to xbox one that sounds like another game that i know about is that an old game or is that no? I'm thinking of Rogue Galaxy, <laughs> Galaxy Squad, turn-based tactical roguelike. All right, moving on. Uh, we have Rogue Spirit coming to PC, Weapon of Choice DX coming to all last-gen systems. Katari, 
Oh, what? Well, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, weapon of choice and dishwasher being were uh, are pretty much the only like the the only two games that uh, have their roots in the like XNA developer thing from the 360. In the oh the um like the summer of games or whatever thing, like the Xbox is put third their their publishing of indie game stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. What was that game that you told us we should buy because it was on eShop for cheap? Something about a robot. Oh, a robot named Fight. A robot named Fight. I probably missed it, but I never even looked it up. Oh, it is. Re- it's a really good game. Hmm. Well, hey, check that out, too. Um, Kataria Fables is coming to all systems. Rico London is coming to all systems. That actually looked good to me. Um, it's a sequel to another game called Rico an explosive a gang busting name taking explosive co-op shooter okay uh then we have wrc 10 that's uh that's a world rally circuit right yep hell yeah coming to all systems the magister comes to pc and nintendo switch uoni comes to xbox surgeon simulator 2 access all areas comes to pc and xbox that's coming to game pass right I think so. I think so too, which is really exciting. Um, that actually is multiplayer, so we should do a video on that. Wink, wink. Mini Golf Tour comes to Switch. Bravely Default Two finally comes to PC. Did any of you play Bravely Default, like the first one? The one on 3DS. Yeah. Well, actually, with the eShop closing in like four, a little over four months from now, I'm probably going to get to it sometime, sometime soon. I forgot about that entirely. Yeah, I really gotta buy some damn games then. Oof. I'm pull up my uh list of thing list of games I wanna get for, for my DS before it dies. Uh Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous comes to PC. Big Rumble Boxing, Creed Champions comes to last gen. Golf Club Wasteland comes to last gen. That sounds terrible. What? Like like is it like a post apocalyptic golf game? From what from what the box art looks like, yes. Oh my god. But it's a side scroller. This looks like Golf Blitz. Remember that old gem? Then the Magister I, comes I am to... haunted by that old gem. <laughs> <laughs> I think a certain person is let's just looks at that on the, when they if they check their website and they're like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> I wish I got like paid royalties on the golf blitz. <laughs> Or like the 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 eight months that it was the number one thing, like number was the top Christ. search and like the, uh, article. Raul wasn't here for that time, but that was a that was a dark time in our history. I wrote an article. I wrote a review of a beta for an app about golf, and it just kept coming back as like the highest. Wild. It's my magnum opus, really. Uh the medium. Finally comes to PS5, for those who are excited about that one. From Earth to Heaven comes to PC. Weak Wood Throne comes to Xbox One. And Family Trainer comes to Switch, which I assume is some kind of uh, exercise game. Yep, it sure is. Funny thing about this, actually, and it's bringing it up, I wonder, I wonder if it's the same thing that I'm thinking of. But there was an old game called Active Life Explorer on the wii and it came with a um like a dance dance revolution mat 
but it was out- outdoor challenge, active life outdoor challenge. And they remade it for switch without the dance dance mat. And uh, I want to play that game again. Cause that was a horrible time of my little fat boy childhood. <laughs> when I thought I was really exercising playing my Wii. <sighs> all right. Well, that's all the games. Um, it's going to be a very successful week for us playing, uh, that Jesus E game sounds pretty rad, but now it is time for the news. Bada da do da. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That was beautiful. That was really cute. I want. I wanted to go try to go J-pop with it. That was very nice. Yeah. But go J-pop as as like as someone who's never heard J-pop. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> our first our first story. Um. Dead Space remake. You guys excited for that? Uh, I didn't watch the new thing about it. Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> that is the first. That is the first story we were talking about. All right, I'm going to take a look at this teaser in silence while you talk about it. Uh, the graphics look great. I don't know why, but it's rem- it's reminding me of Dark Souls. It's, um, uh, it's got lighting. Yeah. What if the What if the old game, but lighting? <laughs> Raul, do you want to just get, just say everything you want? You said this earlier in the chat. Oh, sure. No, I think it's just like it's not a it's nothing against Dead Space, um, because I do like that game a lot. Uh, I mean, is it just me or have you you two also noticed that that like ever since Dead Space came out, when people talk about it, it's like they try their very best to not mention Resident Evil Four. It's like, uh, yeah, I mean, the game is basically, I mean, minus, minus, uh, character, uh, speaking. Right. It, it, like, narratively, it's different, obviously, just because of the setting. And the necromorphs are not, I feel like they're heavily inspired by Resident Evil enemies, but they're not Resident Evil enemies, right? But, like, I think they were inspired by the thing. Right. But, like, it's Resident Evil 4 in space, dog. Like, that. <laughs> that's what that game is. It just always strikes me as weird because, like, it's like I mentioned, like, imagine talking about Titanfall without mentioning Call of Duty. You know? Or, like, fucking, this might just be for me, but, like, talking about Dragon Ball Fighters without talking about Marvel vs. Capcom. You mean, like, giving credit where it's due type of thing? Sure, because I'm not even saying that uh, Dead Space like ripped off Resident Evil Four. It's not that, right? It's very much its own thing. But it is, it is like you know, or like talking about talking about say like fucking Jedi Fallen Order, which is a game that I've been playing, but never once mentioning Dark Souls or even the term Souls like when it's very obviously that like it's weird to me. Uh, because Dead Space is very obviously, hey, we made Resident Evil 4 in space. Um, it's like a weird elephant in the room that nobody ever wants to talk about with that game, and I don't know why. It's okay. You can bring up, like, this is Resident Evil 4, because Resident Evil 4 is a fantastic game. I never so, noticed that. I do have good news with this. To go, to go back to the story, um, Isaac, Clark, the protagonist of the three first three games, or the only three games, Isaac will 
he'll sort of have his voice back. Like Motov said, he will only speak when he has spoken to, and only in situations where it makes sense, which kind of will make the first Dead Space make a lot, like, will make that, make this remake a lot more easier to comprehend than the first game, where he was just, you were just literally looking at the back of his, at, at his back as characters are giving exposition and stuff. But the, the cool thing, Gunnar Wright, who was the voice of Isaac Clarke in Dead Space 2 and 3, is re- he's returning to the role. So, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much all there is in terms of new information. I like how Raul had said, it's like the old one, but with lighting. And it really is. Like, there's a whole fucking yeah. I wonder if you get a video on it, and it's just lighting differences. Yeah, I... that sounded, that sounded like I was being super dismissive and kind of like, no, it, obviously the old game has lighting. It's it's hard to explain until you see it, and it's like, oh, <laughs> like there's a difference between like in the old game when you stare down a hallway, and it's just kind of a dim. It's just like a one layer of dim, no matter where you look. And in this one, it's like, oh no, there's shadows. There's fucking. It's hard to explain. Yeah, but it looks you know, great. I was gonna say, like, I wonder if there's any. If there's, like, I was gonna say, well, if you go over to Nexus mod, Nexus mods, and just like say something like, 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 talk out of my ass with mentioning like uh, some graphics mod. Oh, did there you are do look better anyway. Yeah, that there are multiple reshades, and like there's cinematic ones, more real, more re- realistic to the story ones. Yeah, so uh... this also, I mean, again, it ultimately we have to wait to see what the game is like when it comes out. But this does sound kind of like the best case scenario for a remake because this is like a from the ground up remake. Yeah, they're gonna keep they're keeping what works. And they'll get rid of whatever doesn't work. And they're also dedicated to adding cut content from the original, which is like that. If if I were, like, for example, the other high-profile remake that came out was Mass Effect, um, that is, like, the only thing I wish they did with Mass Effect, which is, hey, fucking add all the cut content that you, <laughs> you always talked about but never did or for whatever reason. Like, that would be really fucking cool, and that would give people who have played that game extensively before way more reason to play it again, but, uh, yeah, no, that's that's really cool to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, I re- wonder how they're gonna, like, if if the if this remake is successful, what are they gonna do when they get to three, based on the ending of the DLC? I like, wonder... I'm not going to spoil it. Like I, I won't spoil it because I apparently have a tendency to do that. You have a tendency to spoil things. Yes. Um. Oh. One of the person, like the person I was telling telling you about uh, before we started recording, he would say in the old uh, VGU Skype chat, "What? Like I didn't. Thanks for spoiling that." Oh. But he he he, he didn't. He wasn't mean about it. Oh, okay. I mean, we spoiled stuff last time, but I took my headphones off. We warned people. Yeah, I, I put spoilers for said game in the sh- in, in the show notes. Yeah. Okay, so next up, how many how many uh, No More Heroes games have you guys played? 
Uh, I think I played a demo of the first one back in the day. Uh, none whatsoever, but I've seen my friends play them. Okay, second question. Do you like Deadpool? Yes, I played that game. I like yeah, he's alright. Well, good news. Well, this is more this is more hopeful fantasy than actual legit news. Uh, Suda51 wants to make a Deadpool game. for like He wants to work with Marvel and make one. And he did... Uh, <clears throat> I looked him up. The only thing I've really played by him is Shadows of the Damned. And I wasn't liking it. Why? I... I tried it when it was on Game Pass and um, it just like it would have been perfect for a just passing through but I that was before I had the idea but I really did not like the shooting system at all yeah I'll be honest I just meleeed every every time every time I could in that game <laughs> like not even playing it on my Xbox because I own that game on Steam is it worth it like for the story Mainly, if you want, if you want to see, like, if you're up for that type of story, mm-hmm. I mainly just played it because it was a Suda Fifty One joint. Okay, but now back to the story. <laughs> uh, so Suda Fifty One is the reason I have my PS Five. What? That's a joke about Wario Sixty Four. Oh, uh... yeah, because he he helps. He's a he's a patron saint of affiliate links. Truth. It's it, look. That's my that's my theory is that Warrior sixty four is just actually pseudo fifty one, <laughs> and that joke landed very flat. Oh, I only heard half of it. I, I'm sorry, no. I heard none of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like, hey, so what 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 about the other thirteen, the missing thirteen? No, <laughs> no yeah, <laughs> I don't hear half of that. Okay, so pseudo fifty one just said during a live stream of showing off No More Heroes 3 with IGN, IGN Japan, he said, we have a lot of products that are in development, and over the next 10 years, we have three original IPs that we're working on, and we've already planned out. So you can definitely look forward to a lot of new, interest, interesting original IPs from Grasshopper. We also, of course, have other plans and are working hard on them to bring them to fruition. And this, But this is where, but here, listeners, is where things get real. Yeah. But the kind of things I'd love to do. I'd also love to work with Marvel on a Shatterstar or a Deadpool game. Something sort of grasshopper-y like that. Maybe a Quicksilver title of some sorts. So Marvel, you know. A Quicksilver game? Yeah. That will never happen. I mean, I had to suffer through a game that featured Quicksilver. Which one? Uh, I'm an X-Men game. Oh, oh. Oh, yes. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, the ro- the roster for that game is so weird. <laughs> like they've got the they got Wolverine, they've got Iceman, they've got Forge, they've got Nightcrawler. Forge? Yeah, Forge. Who the fuck is Forge? Who is this guy? Okay, so Forge is he? It, it's, he's he's sort of like the mutant version of Green Lantern, but he instead of like Sinestro. Yeah, he's he's sort of like a if the way he's the way he he sums himself up. If it can be thought, if it can be it can be thought of, he can make it. Oh, okay. And but going back to the story, man, this is the most. I mean, we're two stories in where you have you have a lot of so many tangents. It's okay. We're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> we have fun here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh did not make us sound like we have fun here. No, because I was I was I was pantomiming the like cut this. 
<laughs> like the hand movement under the neck. <laughs> yeah, would would you guys want to see a? Go ahead. Like I said, like threateningly or no? Like I'm I'm worried for my life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that, that is that is everything for that story. Uh, Grin. Really keeping us in suspense here about this next story. He's got something good to say. I just know it. This is about to be revolutionary. He is really laying the sizzle. Yeah, it's a, I almost respect it. I almost respect the tenacity and the boldness and and the confidence on display here. We we are hanging off of his every word. Uh, and he knows it. And he knows that we will stay here all night if need be to hear what he has to say about this story. Funny too, I literally just read a thing about how some, 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 like the, this dude uh, scheduled six people to come in at 7 a.m. for a job interview and keeps them waiting until 4 p.m. until there's only two people left. And then he hires those two people. I wonder if it's like, this is like the same thing, like, great, and we'll wait until until one of us leaves, Alan, and then the person who's left over is like, congratulations, you did it. <laughs> the podcast is yours now. <laughs> well, that's quite a picture Graydon shared with us today. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that. I, I'm going to let you know I was two seconds away from breaking. I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't good. I wasn't gonna make it, Alan. I wasn't gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave. Not not all of that, but some of that in. Because holy shit, we we had a pretty good vamp. You had a really good vamp. I wow. I'm like I'm like asking you. So I was like, y'all know what what fandom is. <laughs> And then Raul was like, wow, he's really, he's really, uh, playing this on. And like, I thought like I was playing with you guys in the beginning and then I just started reading the story. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Y'all this, is good, this is a good podcast we make here, man. Yeah. Episode 50, everybody. Do you remember the little game called Gotham Knights? Yeah, I... I'm going to play that game over and over again until I die. Oh, my God. Well, boy, do I have the story for you, my man. Hold on. You're telling me a goth ham knighted this? <laughs> are, are you fucking kidding me? I'm sorry. On, on October 16th, there is going to be a DC fandom event. Something that we all thought could only happen once has happened i think four times now and boy are we excited because they are going to show us not only gotham knights but suicide squad kill the justice league hopefully so this game uh gotham knights has been delayed for has been delayed into next year and kill the justice league it always said was gonna be 2022 but it probably will get delayed again um Oh yeah, I m- I remember when when Fandom was happening and they announced that we were playing you, me, and uh, Emmett were playing Aven- the Avengers of Beta, oh, and yeah. Emmett's just like, "Yo, what? <laughs> Suicide Squad is not or Gotham or Suicide Squad isn't coming out until twenty twenty three? Yeah, that was uh, 
the and and we did not like I, I haven't expected anything to come from that game for a while so if something comes out of this that will be exciting um so let's see where am i there is going to be a fandom event which we know and a new trailer for the event on the DC Fandom webpage features both of these games. So they are saying to expect some trailer updates and maybe even gameplay from the event. The trailer also appears to suggest we'll get a new Batgirl in Gotham Knights as well. And I think that's kind of it for that story, right? Like, like other than it just kind of wraps up the game. But we've talked about the game. I remember, I think we did a we did this podcast about it, right? About those announcements. I believe we did. Yeah. We've definitely talked about Gotham Knights. So, uh, for any more news, when that happens, that's in October, October, was it 16th, 6th, 16th. So stick with us for a couple months and you too may hear some more dead silence from me as I read a whole story. And God, that was, that was wild. Anyway, Anybody else watch the opening night live at Gamescom? It more like did I watch the pre-show hosted by Kyle Bossman? Was that the guy with the cat? Yeah. Okay. Why do we know him? Uh, he worked at Game Trailers and Easy and Easy Allies. Okay. And there's like sort of sort of like the, a discourse among the Easy Allies, like fan, like in their Facebook group. Like half people, half the people are like, "I miss Kyle Bosman," and the other half are like, "We've ex- like uh, so pretty much like half have or have not moved on, the other half have." <laughs> well, then you got to uh, quench your thirst with him in this uh, fun pre-show, and this doesn't cover the pre-show stuff, I don't think. But you guys talked about it on Players Club, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're not going to go too crazy deep dive. If you want to talk about, if you want to hear your thoughts on those games and reveals. Oh my goodness. I, I, I'm so sorry. Well, they talked about it on a Players Club. But for now, we're going to just do a run through of the biggest games and the biggest news. So the show opened with Saints Row and Saints Row is being rebooted. There's been a lot of talk about it online. A lot of people not liking it for oh, some strange I, reason can i just tell, tell like a story that i had for like that had that involved last week's episode yeah so we were listeners we were gonna record uh last week before like before the game awards not game awards uh before gamescom and one of the rumor mill stories was saints Row reboot coming in 2022 and it was flat out the exact like everything that was Set like shown at at opening night live, and ironically, the dude who or the dude that who po- who posted the thing on Reddit got uh ba- like banned, hmm. and it's just like crazy that someone who actually like the one part the one time someone who actually predicts and gets it gets it right is called like is like basically called foul and just like banned. Hmm. So well. I don't, I don't totally get all of the hate for this. I think that, and weirdly, like there's been, uh, talk about like a lot of people saying, oh, I'll wait till I see gameplay and stuff, but yeah, like there was gameplay. Yeah. We saw gameplay and it looked awesome. And I don't know why everyone's acting like we didn't see that. Maybe they checked out 
like after the whole trailer because it was just a uh what do we call that what do we the uh, the theatrical trail an animated trail i forget what the word cinematic cinematic trailer so it didn't really have anything to like do with the gameplay but then we did see some gameplay it looked great and yeah i are we still so you're excited for this oh i i pre-ordered the game okay i intend to pre-order it it comes out february 25th hopefully might get delayed but who knows raul do you care for this game um i i never really got too far into any of the saints row games they just never managed to hold my interest that being said i like the idea of this being like a kind of new jumping on point because from what i know it kind of sounds like saints row 4 went off the rails in a way that's kind of hard to follow up they well they they kind of did fought like they kind of reset everything with uh get out of hell ah uh, yeah they had god who was voiced by nathan fillion interesting. like go to johnny and was like i can either bring back your 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 dead wife or i could re remake the earth and everyone there except your dead wife right and I think, and the canon ending has sort of sets up Agents of Mayhem. Okay, but people then apparently didn't want to play Agents of Mayhem except me. <laughs> I played a bit of it. I intend to go back to it, but eh. like, yeah, like um, Emmett told me that like he had just he had joined um, like he, right when he joined the subreddit for uh, Saints Row. It was sort of like an like as I mentioned with. This, the easy allies game trailer stuff like a split down the middle like half half were for it half were against it interesting yeah yeah it just felt like everyone everyone found it super polarizing i guess mm-hmm. yeah like uh when i shared the like the video i was i just shared a video in the chat like when the not even 10 minutes after the game got announced or, or officially announced and it's like Tons of YouTube videos of people saying they re- they rebooted like what is this crap? Or Saints Row is now the leader of Saints Row is now a SJW. Where where is she doing that? And just even like the just the just the, the thing that makes me mad. They use the Picard uh, face palm um, image or meme when uh, Gary pointed this out, and he was. And he is completely dead on with that. And that's Star Trek is the most woke you can get. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> they don't have money, money. They don't have, or at least on earth. They don't have, they don't have money. They don't have fighting. They, don't, they have peace. Fandoms were a mistake. <laughs> they, they really were. Well, that's a good way to wrap up that one. How about Marvel's midnight Suns? Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, it's, fun. it's funny. Uh, I, recently have been going through all the Marvel zombie stuff. And you uh, to, to Twitter too. Yeah, because I they're gonna do a Marvel Zombies episode of What If on Disney Plus. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. I I the last time I ever read anything Marvel Zombies related was when I was fucking a dumb edgy teenager in high school. Uh most of those books are bad. Don't read them. But <laughs> <laughs> 
they Marvel Zombies three and four surprisingly take place within the main Marvel universe, and it's all about uh, an organization called Armor trying to contain the zombie infection from jumping over from the Marvel Zombies dimension into the main universe or whatever. And then the primary team who's operating within Armor and fighting against the zombies are the Midnight Suns. Uh, and there's been just, like, a surprising amount of Midnight Suns-related stuff huh. lately. Like, there's a lot of rumors about uh, Disney wanting to do something with the Midnight Suns. Some of those rumors are saying that apparently the meeting they had with Henry Cavill was about getting him to play Werewolf by Night, which, like, yeah, he has the physique for it. Um, for those that don't know, the Midnight Suns are very much, like, the Marvel version of Justice League Dark which is just a team of superheroes that deal with the mystical side of Marvel. Like, Doctor Strange is a pretty constant member. Morbius, the living vampire, is another one. Werewolf by Night, who I already mentioned, which is literally just, he's just a werewolf. That's his whole superpower. Is he's, hey, I'm a werewolf. Wade. Uh-huh. Um, so it kind of makes sense to me that, like, if it's true that Disney, and I'm sure they didn't have super a ton to do with this, it's just great timing, but it makes sense to me that, like, if Disney did want to do a Midnight Suns thing, maybe this is a good way to test the waters, right? Yeah, uh, they're not even risking anything by having, like, a, a an official main, like, head of the head of the team by just having the character, like, the original character be like the the boss or not the boss the leader yeah and i know a lot of people were like including some of our friends were confused as to why your name no characters like iron man and cap and captain marvel are there and it's like i mean one the trailer shows off that they have uh, at least uh, a costume that is very mystical looking for each of them which looks cool but also, if you want people to be super into your new property, you kind of need that bridge, that point of familiarity for people. And it's going to be characters like Iron Man and Captain America and stuff. Like, they kind of did this a similar thing with Guardians, the movie, where, like, the connecting point with that was Thanos, you know? Like, hey, here's the dude that we've been teasing. This is how you know it's connected. They did it in a shittier way with the Ant-Man movie, where it's like, hey, look, here's Avengers camp, or the compound, and here's fucking Falcon and shit. So, like, it's weird seeing non-mystical characters in a mystical Marvel property, but, like, they kind of need it. Yeah, it's, it's sort of the, like, why, X, why Wolverine was Kitty Pride's role in X-Men Days of Future Past. Yeah, like why is why is Wolverine? Because he's a, he's the most marketable character, and he's a character that people already know really well and are tied to. Yeah, oh, I re- here's Agents of Mayhem on sale for five dollars. Oh, I was about to say I was like I hope we didn't lose grain again. No, no, no. Here I am. I'm here. I just don't. I never have anything to add about comic book stuff. Hey, you wanna? Well, y'all wanna talk about fucking Robert Kirkman? Like I, I know nothing. Um, Speaking of hey. when he wrote the first two Marvel Zombies stories, yes, I actually did know that. I did. Yes, Ooh. I, I let's just say I wasn't reading those comics the right way, the way Marvel wanted me to. That's uh, all I'm gonna say. Oh, 
and I was reading it on my on device, and I just see what's what's Bruce Campbell doing here? Uh, okay, in their fucking, it's their fault. <laughs> you know, you can't read because I, I was looking for it. That's not available on fucking Marvel Unlimited because they don't have the rights to Evil Dead anymore. Yeah. So there is a there for Marvel Limited people. There is forever a canon part of the Marvel Zombie story they will never be able to access unless they buy the fucking uh, old like volumes or whatever. Which again, I would not recommend. Marvel Zombies is not good. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's sort of there's a similar thing with the uh, Wildcats. They had a they had like the I think the final issue was or what the last storyline or story arc had to do with uh, Aliens comics. Yeah. And now they can't. If they ever want ever want to reprint that, they can't because uh, yeah. Marvel owns it or owns the property. So if you didn't know, Graydon, um, there was uh, oh geez, I'm about to go through. So Marvel Zombies started off as like a thing in Ultimate Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Reed Richards there made fucking like Bioshock Infinite style made contact with an alternate u- version of himself from a different universe and they kind of became besties and then alternate Reed Richards was like hey you should should like come over here man come visit let's go hang out so that he did and surprise the, that alternate Reed Richards was zombie Reed Richards and what he was trying to do was get ultimate Reed Richards to open a portal into the ultimate universe because they ate everyone on Earth, or there's no one that left to eat, so they want another Earth to eat. So the zombies um, can talk and be, like, normal? They retain their personality and stuff, yes. The more they eat, like, the more full they are. Oh my god. Yes. Like, the more they go without... That's actually one of the interesting story beats, is the more they go without food, the more they kind of deteriorate and just become monsters. But then there is a breaking point where if they go long enough without food, they don't feel the need to eat humans anymore and then they just revert to like immortal rotting versions of themselves like spider-man zombie spider-man has a thing where he will go like super hungry and crazy and ravenous and then once he eats something he's immediately racked with guilt over what he just did wow it's his senses back but anyway i forgot um, i forgot what um what there there's like i think it was snickers like it's basically marvel zombies is basically like the whole, hey, are you uh, are you okay? Why? Uh, you should have a stinkers. They eat it and they become the who they, they just become themselves uh, again. You're not you when you're hungry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that is exactly the virus. Um, I'm surprised then, Marvel hasn't sued. Or I didn't. Right. Ever, I'm surprised they didn't sue for that. That's that's exactly where Snickers got that from too. Yeah, Snickers. What the fuck? Um, they uh. So yeah, so it's an, it was initially just a weird story in Ultimate Fantastic Four, and then they decided, yeah, fuck it, let's hire Robert Kirkman to do a full story, and then it kind of branches off from there and became a sort of became a success when when he was writing it. Yeah. So, but the thing is, so like that Marvel Zombie story starts off where the Ultimate Fantastic Four story left off, which means the the world has already been taken over by zombies. So they did a prequel comic that explains where, like, it shows how it started in that universe, and it involves Ash from Evil Dead. Oh. So Ash from Evil, because Marvel was doing Evil Dead comics, 
at the end of his run or at the end of the comic, he dies. And then in the Marvel Zombies, because it was literally called Marvel Zombies versus the Army of Darkness, uh, he is in heaven. And then <laughs> he's in heaven, which gets uh, attacked by a zombie version of the hero Sentry. Um, and then he gets knocked down into him and Sentry get knocked down into the Earth on the Marvel Universe. And then Sentry immediately infects all the Avengers. And then for pretty much the whole story of the comic is Ash traveling a Marvel Universe that's like being quickly overrun by zombies looking for the Necronomicon because he's convinced that they're all deadites. And oh. yeah, and then the story, he ends up fighting the Necronomicon at Doom's Fortress in Latveria. And the Necronomicon deadass is like, hey, y'all, this, this wasn't me. Like, I don't know what this is, but it's not me. And then he convinces the Necronomicon to help because he's like, you're literally a book bound in flesh. What do you think they're going to do when they find you? <laughs> the Necronomicon's like, fair. Um, and then working with Doom, that story ends with like Doom using the Necronomicon to open a portal to a different dimension where Ash takes a bunch of survivors from Latveria and then Doom sacrifices himself to do so. But like... Yeah, the that story shows like Shield being overrun. Like Shield was the last bastion of defense, and there is a Shield team that is still alive in the first story. So like it very much is like tied to it. But now they can't have that story on Marvel, uh, unlimited or reprinted or stuff because they don't own the rights to Ash or the Evil Dead franchise anymore. Mm-hmm. So there's. Yeah, there is forever a part of the Marvel Zombie story you can't technically read it or buy anymore. Um, so, Al, why did you say that it wasn't the way you were supposed to read it? Like, it sounded like you were upset. No, no. Let's just say the way the way I acquired it. Oh, I got you. You went about looking for that in a certain way. I, I looked elsewhere. That's I all feel you. Yeah, right, the, the, what Roll just said... Like um, how like a vital part of the story is missing, that's sort of like a that's pretty much the video game uh, with the video games like when someone gets to let be listed. Yeah. Like an- another comic book example or comic book game example is X Men: The Official Game, which is the mm-hmm. bridge from X Men Two to X Men Three. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah like it explains what like despite the game not being the best, like not not being the best video game or being the looking looking great the whole like ironically the story is great because chris claremont wrote it uh-huh and the whole like the sort of the main character is uh nightcrawler and explains why he he's in x-men 2 but not x-men 3 like he's just he's he's sort of um like beaten up and like not physically but emotionally he's like i i don't want to i don't want any part in this because of like all the violence that being associated with the X Men brings, right? Hmm. And I just it may be the most, it may be the worst looking X Men game like on on the 360. And I'm saying this as someone who played X Men Destiny, <laughs> a game that has like that whoever like all the copies that were sold or that or all, all the copies that weren't sold were destroyed. <laughs> really? Yeah, um 
do you remember the Silica Knights um, lawsuit with Epic? Yeah. Because they lost the lawsuit, or because of the lawsuit in general going on, and like the whole lawsuit being centered around the Unreal Engine, they were for they were required by law to destroy any unsold copies of the games. Wow. And I have a very very like I have a copy in very good condition. Wow. On that same vein, one of my uh, most prized possessions is a. Uh... A pretty mint, well, not mint, but very, very good condition copy of uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance for the Xbox 360. Like my disc has not a single scratch on it. Uh, I, I also own that game on PS4 as well as the second one digitally, and I can like right now still download them. However, this physical copy for 360, uh, they can never take from me. (laughs) They can never take this away from me. I have it on Wii and 360 disc. Yeah, but on PSP too, didn't you? Didn't you just? Yeah, I did. I bought it on PSP because you told me to. Because you told me to. Graydon, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will never understand your adoration of the Wii. Of the Wii or SpongeBob? <laughs> you're just, you're just like undying love for the Wii. Bro, I. If you met SpongeBob, we got a fucking fight. Like I just, I literally, as we are speaking, downloading Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. <laughs> no, oh. I love my Wii because it was my childhood. It was my, it was my first big console. Like everyone in the like, people say like, oh, growing up, I had this. This was what I like. This was my oh, my N sixty four or whatever the fucking like. Yeah, I had a PS one, but. I could really only play it with my dad. PS2, he never let me touch unless I was like playing with him. But it was like, it was more pristine than the PS1 even was. And then the Wii was like mine. It was given to me as a Christmas present. It was, it was where I got my first big games. And, um, it was where I first played Call of Duty. Not, not to not to uh, segue, but it's where I first ever played a Call of Duty game. It's where I first played, um, I don't know, just lots of different things. First time I played like Nintendo stuff was there. That was my first Smash Bros. That was my first Zelda. Like it was big, and well, a lot like, of third party games. Well, like fucking Call of Duty, right? I will fight. I will die. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. I will... <laughs> you hear Alan's little laugh. Um, I will die on the hill that Modern Warfare Reflex Edition is incredible and really, really fun. And if you can find it, you should go play it on there. But to segue into Call of Duty. Huh? Uh? Okay, okay. Uh, we got some gameplay for Call of Duty Vanguard, and uh, we not much to write home about. Am I? Am I kind of? Are we all on the same page with that? I mean, my stance on the developer, or not the developer, the publisher, is pretty firm. Same. But I really wanted to play the game, not not to ju- not just for playing it, like just not not for the sake of playing it, because. Belinda Garcia and Alexa Correa wrote the story for the game. Huh. And it I want them to get I want them to get supported. Yeah. Like I want them to get like paid for their hard work. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it was uh, written by. Sorry, I'm, my mouth is full. I did not know that it was written by women, and that is interesting to me. And now I might try it, but I still, I don't know. Nothing about it wowed me. Like from what I saw, nothing about it wowed me. And Laura Bailey's involvement in a game will never make me excited. I'm sorry. You motherfucker. She's not one of those voice actors that I get excited for. Ashley Birch, maybe. But I really don't just say, I don't see Laura Bailey and go, oh boy. Oh my god. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> what? What is it, Raul? What? What is that? It's the whack, that's the whack button. <laughs> is that the sound of him hitting us? That's sound of that's sound of this podcast being whack. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> I. <laughs> The secret behind-the-scenes recording strat or whatever the fuck. I do frequently play mindless video games while we record. Because <laughs> that's how I am as a person. I need something to fidget with while we do something. Uh, so I was like, what's a good idle video game to play? Oh, fucking uh, Duck Game. Oh! Oh god, I love that freaking game. I, I played this game a ton on PS4. Don't remember the quack button coming through <laughs> the PS4 speaker, but it is definitely coming through my PS5 speaker. <laughs> I love I love the speaker in the PlayStation. I would play I used to play like um an up of this minor little minor tangent, but I when I first started really playing MLB the show, I would um play it and like I'd be on the phone with my girlfriend and she would like fall asleep. And then I would just be playing it. And I think my, I know this is going. And my kid, my controller would start screaming, go, go, go. Get it. Go for it. <laughs> come on, come on, go. <laughs> and, uh, and I had to uh, turn off my speaker. Oh, what was her reaction to the to the first time it happened? I don't think she ever woke up. She's a heavy sleeper, but it sure scared me. <laughs> oh man, I want, I really wish someone did like a sketch with why isn't why hasn't there been a comedy sketch on the, the PS PS5 speaker of like trying not to wake up your significant other while <laughs> these yeah. things are happening. Oh my god. And it's like the worst possible thing you could that you could be said comes out of the speaker. Oh no. Ugh. Well, there's a lot of games on this list, and we're not too far into it. So I'm just going to do a bunch of rapid-fire things, if that's cool. Uh, yeah. Real quick, because on yeah. the subject of games that use the speakers in a way I was not anticipating. Have y'all played Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? No. I played it on PC and Xbox, but not uh, PlayStation. Um, fun game. I'm enjoying it. It's fine. Um, you know King Kai? Yeah. You know how King Kai will contact you? Yeah. You know how King Kai canonically will speak to you through your mind? Oh, he speaks to you through the speaker, doesn't he? Not just that. He goes, Hey! (laughs) (laughs) In his fucking King Kai-ass voice. 
and I'm never ready for it. <laughs> I'm never ready for it. It. <laughs> so what we learned today is that the PS4 speaker does more harm than good. Unless you're playing um, GTA Five or Resident Evil Two, then it's great. GTA Five. What does it do? Uh, you you yell into it. What? You get phone calls. All the cell phone calls come through the PS4 speaker, mm-hmm. which is like, I mean, it's neat, but whatever. Um, the big thing for me, it really doesn't do anything. I just think it's neat is when you get uh, a wanted level, the PS4 controller starts flashing blue and red. Oh, yeah. When um, you yell into it. Yeah, I don't, I, that I didn't know. Uh, because, like, the, well, the original, like, on Xbox One, PS4, the whole thing was, if you had a headset on, you could yell into the mic, like if you if you were gonna hold up a, hold up a store, like a a, a convenience store, you're you you you, have, oh, you could you can yeah. you can say like give me the money or something. Or this is a hold up, and that is something that I think I'm not sure. I, I may be wrong about if you can do it with the PS5. I haven't uh, tried. Wow, that kind of thing will get you swatted. I mean there. <laughs> And that's just hears you screaming. That's that's how uh, Funhouse did their uh, GTA roleplay, like that that when like the their cops rip off. Mm-hmm. They would yell into it. Well, they when you when you talked into the microphone, like whether it was a, it was a wireless or wired, they'd sort of like there there'd be some like some not great but still sort of uh, like synchro- synchronization, so that when you talked. The mouse, the mouse would move, move. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the online. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Also, never forget how when my mom first held a PS4 controller, she asked me if the touchpad was a place to hold your snacks. Hell yeah. <laughs> and she said, "Can I keep my snacks in here?" And I said, "Mother, that is a touchpad. Please stop pulling on it." Halo um, Infinite. <laughs> Halo Infinite. <laughs> um, yeah, Halo Infinite got a look at their online and the cinematic that like leads you into the season or whatever the hell. I don't know. Yeah, the season. Coming, it's coming out on December eighth. We got a real release date for it. Um, some some of it at least. There won't be co op at launch and. I don't know. I don't remember. There's some other restriction, but I really can't remember. Um, is it Forge? For what's no, I'm so, I'm serious. Forge anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm serious. <laughs> no, I know the 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 Forge mode. Yeah, I think I think it's not coming right. <gasps> at launch. Oh. Yeah, at launch it's going to be pretty bare bones. It'll just be um, <laughs> it'll just be normal online and solo. Don't forget, um, Bungie, not Bungie. Uh, this is this is where we're, where I'm at with with <laughs> Halo. I'm still used to saying Bungie when referring to the developer. Oh, three four three studios. Rick rolled everyone, or just Joe Staten. Rick rolled everyone. He put one of those cyberpunk esque like our thing that cyberpunk made famous, like the the wide box with the text saying basically informing that there's going to be a delay with the game. But instead, he put in the, the he basically put in a literal Rick roll. Like typed out, <laughs> typed it out the song. Yeah, or That's typed funny. out the version, like a, a, a like a version of the song. 
That's very funny. Oh, I thought you said it was gonna be. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm taking. That's not gonna make. That's not making it. Oh, the final, so that's not making it to the final cut. I apologize profusely. Um, Thing just got real. No, but the I the video I was referencing is someone took all of Keanu Reeves's uh, cyberpunk promos and cut them so that he's saying just really dumb and inappropriate stuff. And then it mm-hmm. ends each time he says something really dumb and inappropriate, it ends with like the fucking uh, no 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 like the cyberpunk music. It's really dumb. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> also, Raul, his name is Jez Corden. Jez. Wait, was James Corden? <laughs> oh, oh, the worst thing I've ever done. The worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> anyway, there's a Halo, a Halo controller coming, and a Halo limited edition console coming. Cult of the Lamb is a game by Devolver Digital. It looks like, um, what's that game it looks like? Um, that one about g- the uh, giant, the, what's that one called? <laughs> Remember that game? It's got like a giant edition of something about, uh, some, God, Don't Starve. It looks like Don't Starve, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cult of the Lamb. Midnight Fight Express. It looks like a lot of fun. It's isometric. It's got a lot of uh hand-to-hand combat stuff indie game one developer teenage mutant ninja turtle shredders revenge you can play as the girl now demon slayer uh, yeah <laughs> she mic drops yeah. she mic drops and it hurts people they also announced her for the the Nickelodeon all-stars yeah it's the year of april demon slayer the hinakami chronicles don't know what that is. Super Monkey Ball, Banana Mania. Um, I think the big thing is that you can play as a cat from Persona in it. What? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Hold on. I love that. This is that's the thing that makes her all like really spring up. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, it's, it's a cat named Morgana. <laughs> Look at him! He's having the worst time. This is great. <laughs> fucking stupid ass cat <laughs> uh split gate we got a new season or the first season called season zero it's live now there's also a new infection mode riders republic uh uh i, I don't want to get into it uh, there was a beta you, you missed it i'm sorry um rip <laughs> rip uh it's okay it's all right century age of ashes the big freaking thing of the year uh it's coming november 18th it's gonna be free to play on steam if you want to look at century age of ashes i did a video for it a long time ago and i had a freaking blast so i'm gonna make you all play with me i keep okay? say age of fascists and that just sounds like a bad time <laughs> that was uh last year oh okay then that no UFL. That, <laughs> no, that 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 game is the uh, it's the negative version of Papers Please. <laughs> Age of Fascists. Yes, uh-huh. it's the anti Papers Please. <laughs> it's the prequel. Um, UFL is a brand new soccer game. 
um, that's going to try and go up against the Titans that are FIFA and Pez. All right, I'll see how that goes. Lego Skywalker Saga. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, Synced, Off-Planet. Anybody that care about that one? Actually, it looked interesting. Did I lose you? I, I've never heard of this game. Oh, okay. Essentially, you're people on a... It's like a third-person shooter. Um, nanomachines are the bad guys, but then humans were able to like turn them into good guys, and so you fight with them. Sounds kind of cool. Outlast Trials. We got another look at that. Um, you can play it solo or with up to three friends in multiplayer. It's a... Like a... <sighs> They just say co-op horror game. I don't really know how it works. It looked like it was like kind of like an arena, but also like survival horror. Like, I don't know. Were you excited by this? Who are you going to? Anybody. Um, I'll be honest. When the first Outlast came out, I got I got very scared and almost pooped myself. <laughs> Same. That's fair. It's a fair thing. Uh... <laughs> and ever since past like past year like ever since giant giant bomb got bought i kept i kept mixing up the like the the company that bought giant bomb or bought cnet i kept confusing them with red with the developer of outlast red red, red <laughs> barrels versus or compared to red ventures <laughs> um it is a is indeed a sing this game is indeed a, a multiplayer game or single player depending on how you want to do and it's it's set in the same universe as previous games, but it's it takes place during the Cold War. Yeah, I think it looks uh, terrifying. Yeah, and the reason, and apparently this this version or this this game was it it exists because they couldn't make add-ons for Outlast Two. Oh, okay. Or no, it's or yeah, it's it's a prequel to the first two games. Hmm. Interesting. Well, maybe we'll try it out. Y'all see Doke V? Yes. Uh, ironically, on when we were, we were finishing up uh, latest episode of Players Club, and it was like, "Oh crap! I forgot about I forgot about Doke V." And I, I really want to play that game. I want to steer clear of it because it's terrifying looking. I just it, think their, it, their models look so scary. This this is a lot. I'm scared about I'm scared about the Outlast stuff and you're <laughs> scared of the I'm scared of the children oh i thought you'd be scared of the pokemon no no the creepy looking kids they look like creepy little muppet people and i, I hate it what what's wrong with uh what's wrong with the muppet, muppet, muppet kids hey i love muppets but jesus actually you know what <laughs> yeah look, yeah um... you're kind of you're kind of right these kids <laughs> don't look they're all floaty and like they look like boobas. Like the the what? The freaking... What what word is that? The boobas. I, I do not know what you're talking about. You, you know. <laughs> I do. Help? I do like this screenshot I found of a a panda with boxing gloves. But but I don't I don't like it. I'm afraid of it. Sorry, I'm trying to find you a picture that I can <laughs> that I can attach. But yeah, I'm oh how about this though? <laughs> <laughs> Boobas. Um their animation is terrible, but 
the the like just the visuals are very vibrant and nice so i don't know i'm on the fence jurassic world evolution 2 is a thing it's coming november 8th far cry 6 is a thing uh the there is a story trailer yeah blood hunt uh um, got a an early access date september 7th that is the vampire the masquerade spinoff that's like a uh like a battle royale park beyond is as close as we'll get to a new thrillville um it looks like a cool like roller coaster tycoon type of thing uh jet the far shore it's a playstation exclusive it looks very cool uh coming out october 5th have you seen that one anybody think that one's interesting that's a uh a hidden gem i've been looking at uh, i'm i have not alan were you saying something uh, this game looks actually. I I really like the art style for it. Mm-hmm. It I don't know why, but it reminds me of something alien in nature. But like, if it, I don't know why, but it reminds me of something like it looks like. I don't know why, but Dune, like the David Lynch version, mixed with the mixed with um, Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, you know I don't hate those that comparison. Yeah. Like, man, mainly like the I'm just saying Dune because it looks looks unconventional. Hey, I'm reading Dune. It's good, right? Uh, a few pages in, yeah. Dune coming soon to theaters. Horizon Forbidden West finally has a release date, February twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. I'm gonna go hibernate until it appears. Um, probably I, I I think either the day this comes out, this episode comes out, or the next day. You'll be able, we'll be able, everyone will be able to pre-order it. Oh yes, I'm going to get a PS5 for it. There, I said it. And there is a patch that was released. Oh, go ahead. No, the thing I guess I have until February to play the first. Yeah, you should get on it. It's incredible. And there's a frame rate, um, a patch that came out for your PS5, um, which upgrades it to 60 FPS. So go and do that. Thank you, Suda51. <laughs> New World finally uh, have a release date, an open beta, September ninth to twelfth. The game launches on September twenty eighth. Judging by your groan, I thought that you liked it and were excited. I, I'm I'm just a little salty because I didn't get into the beta. Oh uh, okay. Oh fair enough. Fuck that game. <laughs> that game. Like uh, I, the last time I was sort of interested in like I'm playing an MMO, it was the Secret World. Mm-hmm. And I was—I can never get the Secret World to run on my computer, and I don't even know if the game is still run, if the game is still a thing. <laughs> the Secret World, um, like I don't know if the servers are dead. Um, doesn't say updates as of December 2016. A total of 15 updates has been released. Um, huh? I don't even remember this game. <clears throat> so then. I still have to just, just nonchalantly move past that. What? 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 No, you're like has a total of uh, fifteen, fifteen up or fifteen updates, <laughs> and just and just like let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> well, interestingly, so Secret World, this is kind of crazy. Secret World has a spinoff, according to Wiki, that is that video game, The Park. Do you remember that one? No. It is was it a horror game? Yeah, the horror game where the chipmunk 
and it was like a psychological horror game. You go to a theme park after dark and shit happens. It was spooky. It was all right, but apparently it's related to the secret world. It's set in set in the same universe. Really crazy. Anyway, Marvel Future uh, Revolution. Go ahead. Sorry, just to, I I'm, I apologize. To keep derailing, derailing the show. <laughs> third third autocomplete for the secret world on Google. The secret world of Alex Mack. That was a show, right? Yes, it was a it was a great show. Alex Mack. It was a Nickelodeon production. Oh, this one. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Marvel Future Revolution. Anybody play it yet? No, I have not played it yet. It's another Marvel. Oh, go ahead. I'm debating on whether or not I should play it. You know? (laughs) You know? Well, it's a Marvel mobile game that once again puts Captain Marvel at the forefront and makes you try to think that she's cool when she's still not. Damn, bro. Yep, I said it. Why did Carol Danvers hurt you? I'm sick and tired of her. I wish that she would stop showing up on everything and everybody just pretending. Tales of Arise and Luminaria. Uh, Lindsay Sterling came out. She's awesome. She did a song. And yeah, Dead Mouse is in a game called Core, which seems to be just dreams, but for PC. Am I... Am I wrong with that? No, you're not wrong. Uh, for the longest time, it's very funny that you mentioned that we that we I I went, prior to recording I went into the gamers itch years of my of my life. Yeah. Because during that period, I kept I was mispronouncing things, certain things. Yeah. Like instead of the IT crowd, I would call it the it crowd. <laughs> I did the same. And and instead of calling it dead mouse, I would call it dead mouse five. <laughs> and I got a lot, of, a lot of people got mad at me. Well, I like and that it, he made a joke about that. And, well, the funny thing, I didn't, I didn't get, I, didn't, I wasn't confused or anything. I was watching an episode of G4 feedback, and Patrick Klepek said Dead Metal 5, and I thought, oh, that's how you say it. And, like, just like that, I was wrong. You are indeed wrong. But if you think Core looks like Dreams, I really don't think you're wrong because it just looks like a user created world. And he's doing something with it to make it like an interactive concert experience, which is pretty cool. But I don't really care about Deadmos or his music, so that's that. Uh, Jungle Book costumes are coming to Fall Guys. I don't know why. It's odd. Replaced. Um, <laughs> very interesting. I did an article on the my favorite music of three, and I included the trailer song from Replaced. And I talked about how it was a runner-up <laughs> on my list because it uh, had no name. <laughs> like, there was no way to find this song. And they revealed the song. <laughs> like, that was the only news we got in this. was like, hey, everybody wanted the song. Here it is. And that's pretty funny. So, you can go and listen to Void from the official replaced OST. Age of Empires 4 got gameplay valheim got a hearth and home update crossfire x got a multiplayer trailer genshin impact is having a whole ass concert on september 1st wait nope they're having a whole ass concert and aloy is coming to the game on september 1st sifu got a release date y'all fuck yes on february 22nd a week before Oh, wait, was that? No, that's, yeah, it's like a week before um, Horizon. 
and Death Stranding director's cut got a much larger than necessary trailer and you can now race a car in it for no reason. It's still single player though, right? Yeah, I think that it's it's like time trials. That is and, so I mean, freaking weird. Well, not really considering Kojima, like his history with stuff like that. With being odd. <laughs> yes. That makes sense. Hey, that man predicted 2020. What? You, you haven't seen the the memes going that made made their way around the interwebs? Oh, about... is it like relating to Death Stranding? Yeah, like dystopian. It was like at the peak, or I don't know, I don't know if if that's the word. Peak of 2020, mm-hmm. being 2020, and it was like this man is a clairvoyant. He he predicted what what was going to happen. <laughs> well. That was Gamescom, guys. Sorry for that really long story, but we needed to get it out there. Great, and I don't think your dad's going to listen to this episode, because this is going to be a long episode. I don't think so either. It's the 50th anniversary spectacular, everyone. <laughs> Where am I? Where's my walker? <laughs> Where are my children? Why don't they write me anymore? Raul, wake up. It's time for your story. Wake up! The- wake up! The revolution has begun! <laughs> Wake the fuck up, cyberpunk! Um, <laughs> Revolution X is in effect. Sorry, is that I can I can resist. That was good. I'm gonna start with the smaller story. Yeah, that, that'd be a better way to go about doing it. Um, so tw- I'm just kidding. Uh, so cyberpunk, uh, or rather CD Projekt Red hired some modders to work on Cyberpunk 2077. Um, YouTuber and streamer Tyler McVicker, uh, kind of broke the story when he noticed that a, uh, development studio named Yigsoft, based in Budapest, uh, got hired by CD Projekt Red. Uh, Yigsoft is known for the open source tool, uh, Woven Kit, which allows modders to edit any file in CD Projekt Red titles such as Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3. Um... According to Kotaku, Yigsoft is going to operate independently and retain its Budapest headquarters. Uh, the co-founder, whose name I don't want to pronounce because I'm going to butcher it awfully, um, talked with Kotaku and said that it's been a long-time dream for them to work with CDPR. Uh, CDPR, in turn, said that Mwadi, the modding community, is very important to them as a studio, so this is a decision that just kind of made sense. Uh, they said, quote, we're working with the Exoft on the development of Cyberpunk 2077 modding tools. The modding community has always been very important to us, and we're happy to be working with them side by side on further expanding the tools which are available to modders. We are offering no further comments on the topic at this time. Um, so, yeah, at least. Because I remember like when that game launched, it was kind of modders who got to work pretty quickly patching some stuff up. Because it seemed like... They weren't just patching things they were fixing the game like taking in things that were cut cut out of it yeah like uh, i i i recently bought the game for xbox and boy is it rough still rough very i do have somewhat of an interest in playing that game eventually i think at this point though i'm just gonna end up waiting for that uh ps5 version with the hopes I, that maybe it'll run better and most of the problems will be fixed by then. Did you end up getting it for ten bucks that time? No, I got it for about twenty dollars more. How 
How dare you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> How dare they charge you for that that much? Uh, that's pretty much it for that story. The bigger one. We're, oh, hold on, hold on. We're about to get serious, so light up your candles. Oh. Make sure, oh, make sure the lights are dimmed, so you can feel the aura of the story. Roll, kick it. <laughs> so Morgana's gonna be in the new monkey ball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, <laughs> I couldn't resist. You gotta set me up for this one, bud. Blows uh, out candles. <laughs> no, there's been a disturbing trend on uh, Twitch uh, where people are doing hate raids. Um, basically, from my understanding, uh, hate raids are when really, really shitty people will go to a Twitch stream in mass and start spamming uh, racist hate- shit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, because Twitch's official stance is streamers are responsible for what is posted on their chat, this has led to Twitch suspending accounts, and then, because Twitch is so bad at, like, moderating this stuff, it will take them, like, upwards of a month to get any sort of response, and then even longer to get any sort of resolution. So, this problem... Streamers have kind of found ways to combat it, but the problem has become worse because the shitheads who are doing this shit found out, I guess you can comment on Twitch channels or, like, even when there's no stream going, there's still a chat going, and they will find channels that are not currently streaming for whatever reason uh, because, you know, channels don't stream 24-7, and they will fill it with uh hateful shit and then report it and that will get them suspended because twitch uh, again says yeah you're responsible for what's in your chat even when you're not streaming so people go ahead i was about i was gonna say i wonder if this happened to happen to ven because they're like i don't know why that they're the first twitch stream i thought of yeah um so to kind of combat this and try to like light a fire under Twitch's ass to do something about this. Uh, on Wednesday, September 1st... The day that this episode comes out. Yep. A ton of Twitch channels are going to go dark as a form of protest against Twitch. Um, the, the hashtag that they made is called a day off Twitch. Uh, and the blackout was planned by streamer ShinyPen, Lucia Everblack, and Wreck-It Raven which is a follow-up to the campaign, which was hashtag Twitch do better. Uh, Twitch did release a statement about the tw- the do better campaign. Say, hey, we're going to try to do better, but it didn't provide specifics as to what that is. Um, and it did make, they did make a statement soon after saying, hey, we are, because they didn't address the whole uh, hate rate stuff. They made a second statement saying, hey, we are addressing that. Like, we are working on something to take action against that. But they didn't want to say what it was because they didn't want the people organizing those raids to know what their plans were. Um, So a day off Twitch, like that blackout, is an attempt to force Twitch to take this more seriously because it just kind of seems like they're being whatever about it. Um, 
they said, or Shiny Pen said, quote, a day off Twitch is largely about coming together in solidarity. The one day off is a step in the many steps we have to take towards change. Um, Wreck Your Raven said the blackout was more about smaller streamers banding together than actively hurting Twitch's profits. Um, there's been kind of a, not controversial, but there's, there's been uh, contrasting opinions about all this. A lot of streamers are expressing belief that the blackout is kind of pointless. Others are like, legally cannot take the time off because they have contractual obligations. Um, one of the, there's a lot of streamers who have had not great reactions to it. A big World of Warcraft streamer and Final Fantasy XIV streamer, uh, Asmongold, said on the stream, nobody gives a fuck if you take the day off. Nobody knows who you are. But then kind of walked it back and later on said that he believes in the power of numbers that would participate if a big streamer got involved, despite being a big streamer, because he has like two more four million followers on Twitch. So basically, he won't do anything unless all the other popular big kids do something. So he'd rather be a follower than a leader? Basically. Uh, so yeah, don't use Twitch on Wednesday. That's crazy. I didn't know that that was happening, but that's awesome. I have, I have recently taken to watching a lot of YouTube content from like people that used to be Twitch streamers and they've like become like YouTube streamers or things like that. And it just sounds like Twitch has really gone to shit. (laughs) Maybe, maybe they never were that great anyway. They were just like the only option. But now it seems yeah. like as the world has adapted, like Twitch has not really grown with it. Um, they were like the the first ones to do it, but well, yeah. keep in mind, who owns Twitch? Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Great. The people, yeah, they they went to space briefly, kind of. You know, um, none of this would have happened on Justin TV. Justin ran it with an iron fist. This, you, you wouldn't see stuff like this on Mogulus. No, you would never find this shit on Vimeo or Daily Motion. Are, are, are you sure? <laughs> I think you find much worse shit over there. <laughs> you, you definitely would not see this on Ebombs World. No, never. Newgrounds, get out of here. Newgrounds doesn't exist anymore. What are we talking about? <laughs> Does Ebombs World exist anymore? Yeah, it, it's got to exist. That thing you won't ne- die. You'd never see this kind of shit on stupidvideos.com. <laughs> God, that's a fucking deep pull even for me. <laughs> this this shows how old we are. <laughs> God, let's talk about ridiculousness and Tosh The stupid videos dot com even exist. Ebombs World exists. Oh, you'll like this headline, uh, Alan. This is from Ebombs World. Kids caught looking at boobs <laughs> during the Little League World Championship. <laughs> 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 and it's a picture of two kids holding up a phone of like a TikToker. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I looked up stupidvideos.com, <laughs> and one of the first results I get is an article with the headline: "Why do queer people want to ruin video games?" and other stupid questions. Whoa, that that is not right. You're telling me a queer ruined this video game? No, yeah, okay, sorry. Why do? <laughs> ruined video games and other stupid questions answered so a much more positive oh okay i get it god stupidvideos.com just no longer exists i just can't find it anywhere huh (sighs) well rip (laughs) rip i guess 
Yeah, we're not for news. I still remember the little stinger, or not the stinger, but the little intro at the beginning. That's like stupid videos. I don't even remember what you're talking about. <laughs> Stupidvideos.com is where you found shit posts before YouTube was a thing. Oh my god, Ebombs World's like icon on the tabs is peanut butter jelly time. Hell yeah! <laughs> god, take me back. <sighs> don't don't actually do that. Okay, Earl, I'm, I'm gonna send you something. I Uh-oh. found an art. I'm no, I'm just gonna send you the uh, archive. I'm putting it in the uh, on the Facebook chat. <gasps> Is there an archive of stupidvideos.com? I like how Alan, when he talks, there's a cricket in the background, which really shows how late it is. Can I watch? <gasps> Can I watch fucking uh, MySpace the movie on here? Probably not. Uh, the archive doesn't really. Uh... It doesn't really save uh, videos. Yeah, it just ah. like a snapshot of the website. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I wonder if you can find MySpace the movie anywhere. What a wild time in internet history. Truly. Is break is break.com still around? Break.com? Yeah. Like G4 used to have a moment called um The like, domain name break.com is for sale for $690,000. Wow, man. I didn't I couldn't I didn't picture I this show this shows how little I thought of them. Let's let's buy it. Let's buy it. No, we can't. <laughs> no. No. The new home of VGU.tv is... <laughs> is break.com slash break.tv. Yeah. Slash VGU.tv. Yeah. Let's do it. It's a business expense. We don't have to pay shit. Also, is it really $690,000 or $69,000? Oh. Probably. We have to buy it. Nice. I will Wait. tell you something about that I do have to buy. Mm-hmm. These Pokemon's grading. These Pokemon's. Oh, shit. We're done with news. We didn't even include that Jake Paul retired from boxing today. I... Oh no! Anyway, what was that about Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the Pokemon present presents happened uh, about two weeks ago. I... Yeah, about about two weeks ago. Okay. And some stuff got announced. Pokemon Unite is releasing on mobile on September twenty second. Pokemon Cafe Remix is getting rebranded to Cat Pokemon. Or a Pokemon Cafe Mix is getting rebranded to Pokemon Cafe Remix and will include more new puzzle elements, more Pokemon, new dress up options, and more. I always use more Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon Masters EX is getting more stuff as well. This this is the the mobile game that in the form in this in the vein of basically the strategy games like uh like uh, basically just the, the strategic um games knockoffs of different stuff you can find on mobile. Mm-hmm. And there will be three legendary events involving Xerneas, Palkia, and Curium, and a a character from Pokemon Black and White will will return in a new form. Oh, this this already happened. What are we talking about? Because. <laughs> It's like return to new form on August 29th. I'm like, I didn't even. I should have. Re- I should have read these this before we recorded. Um, however, some, something that is upcoming: a new storyline featuring uh, iconic Pokemon villains from different regions will begin with Team Rocket's 
with the head of T Market, Giovanni, starting off the whole the whole, the whole shindig. And with Pokemon Go, uh, they're celebrating their fifth anniversary. And to celebrate it, Pokemon from Sword and Shield, uh, that region, are being introduced to the game. We'll do Gradent, Double, Squovet, and Phalanx. I don't even know what I just read, but those Pokemon will be in the game. <laughs> uh, there'll be a raid for Zacian. Oh, that God. Okay, just I'm leaving this in, but I'm leaving in what I just said because just a reminder that I need to read pre-read stuff. <laughs> Basically, just that's 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 that with Pokemon Go. Um, <laughs> there was for uh, there was stuff announced for Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Interesting. So there was a trailer for the remakes of the the DS games and the Grand Underground Explorable Area will be returning. The Pokemon Super Contests, uh, new socialization features in the Union Room, which sounds that sounds that sounds that sounds like something that would be in something other than Pokemon. Um, yeah, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are still on track for a November 19th release date, and later next year will be compatible with Pokemon Home. And for those of you listeners who don't have a Switch Lite for some reason, maybe you've been living under a rock, or maybe you've been living under sea in Atlantis, uh, there will be a limited edition Nintendo Switch Lite of Dialga and Palkia etched onto the onto the back, and I'll set you back two hundred on November on November fifth. I'm just kidding. Now we're getting into the real real grit. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Ooh. Uh, they they kind of they and not not they kind of they actually did show a lot more than they've shown before. So they're pretty much they've pretty much thrown everything away, like everything that has been a stable Pokemon for the past twenty years. The latest trailer shows uh, new systems that play in the ancient lands of Hiswi, long before it became known as the Sinnoh region. And well, some of the stuff shown has or is um, Pokemon chasing you down, the ability to switch attack styles when engaging in combat, and new Pokemon variants like a demonically possessed fish. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you heard me correctly. A demonically possessed fish. <laughs> it's fucking it Super Monkey Ball. Uh, no, it won't. Damn. You know who will be though? Morgana from Persona Five. <laughs> Stupid fucking cat. There's the, uh, if you want to check out the fish. Oh, I sure do. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I sound low energy only because it's almost 1am, but I'm really excited for this game. And I was going to, there were more segments or not more segments, more, more stuff, more stuff in this segment, but I'm going to cut it, cut it out or cut it because I'm very tired. All right. Sorry, I was reading about the demon fish. Uh, so you just want to fly right over to the windmill? Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. You want me to start with the first one and you do too? Yeah. Okay. A Nintendo Direct has been rumored to be happening this week. There are details and then there is a source. The details lead me to an article that is far too long to read. Um, <clears throat> but essentially, they're saying that the last Nintendo Direct took place on June 15th at E3, and then recently there was the Pokemon Direct that you talked about, 
but a recent post has taken Twitter by storm, making Nintendo Direct trend on Twitter. Um, Let's see. Last month, certain information was revealed by a Nintendo leaker that talked about another Direct date. Uh, Let's see. Someone said the past week I read articles from many games that have ratings approved, like some Star Wars titles, Crisis 2 and 3, Disco Elysium, all titles that are going to release next month, alongside other missing date confirmations like Dying Light, hashtag Nintendo Switch, hashtag Nintendo Direct. Um, Did we lose him again? Is he keeping us guessing once more? I think think he is. Oh my god, hello. Oh. I was about Hi. to say, the power play to do this right at the end of the podcast. Like, <laughs> Graded, is, Graded is in charge here. We are just his pawns. <laughs> so he, is, he is holding this podcast hostage. I need to yeah. figure out what's going on with my goddamn mic cord. This happened in the freaking other podcast, too. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, Nintendo is... It, the, Nintendo may be planning something, and it, that's that's that. All right? That's what I have to say. Well, if I just went from let's 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 see what's going on in the rumor mill to uh, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> I there's a lot of freaking replies to this leaked tweet with Animal Crossing gifts, and <laughs> I'm very excited. Look at him! Look at it! He's dancing! Oh my god! There's so much. People are so excited, and I yep. There's gonna be a direct. I think. Next story. So, uh, <clears throat> do either of you know of the game by Bamco called Mr. Driller? Like that, that franchise. Yep. Um, pre- Mr. Driller, Drill Land, was previously a Switch exclusive. Had There's a listing leaked on the Microsoft Store, and I am. it's technically the Japanese version, but there's an option to translate it. And it's simply just Mr. Driller, Drill Land. And the description is, can can you dig it? Mr. Driller, a simple yet addictive action puzzle game. And it this product was developed based on the Mr. Driller, Drill Land, released in 2002. So, uh, I've never played one of these games, like Mr. Driller. But the, the screenshot looks somewhat interesting. Like, it looks very... I mean, it just could be just that it, it looks very colorful. I'm just drawn to it. It looks like Dr. Mario. It looks like Dr. Mario meets Tetris. Yeah. I would try it. But yeah, that that's that's it for that. Oh my god, guys. Did we do it? We did. Did we finish our 50th anniversary spectacular? Holy crap. Well, I can't thank y'all enough for spending your hard-earned... We only went two hours. Only went two hours. I was so afraid it was going to be crazy, but only two hours with us. You, me, and the lamppost. Oh, no. Alan, why are you typing? Am I? Are, what's going on? Oh, no. I'm just getting. I'm just. I'm just getting uh, the bot ready. To... Oh, okay. I was like so afraid that you couldn't hear me. <laughs> um, I have been Graydon Webb, and it's just been a joy to, to get a little bit sappy. Really, thank you for listening to our stuff. Um, we have we know that we're not very consistent all the time, but we're and we have an ever rotating guest list, but we do our best and we're thankful for your love. And uh I'm thankful for you guys' love. So Alan, thanks for coming all the time. Thank you, dog. 
And thank you, Raul. Uh, yeah, the most important member of the podcast, Doc. Doc. <laughs> he's usually quiet, but he's always there. Um, and yeah, I guess that's it. Be safe. Oh, um, oh. I don't know when we have something coming out soon. Uh, yeah. Site related. I I haven't. I don't know when it's coming out, but just be on the lookout for something from on our YouTube channel soon. Somewhat soon. Hell yes. It's going to be a wild ride. Enjoy the new podcast feed. Um, please enjoy our YouTube content. Just keep on watching that. This has been some good stuff lately. We did Back for Blood videos. Uh, we did... Um, you got your Republic Heroes stuff coming out. Like, good stuff. Good stuff. And, uh, yeah. Stay safe. Be good to each other. Happy 50th. We did it. Uh, keep it real. Keep it chill. Play on, player. This has been a VGU.TV production. For all of the hottest hot takes and other opinions on video games, music, and a lot more, tune in to VGU.TV.